Slapstick People, episode 166 of the Scottish Liberty Podcast. Here is my appearance last year at the Austrian Economics Conference in Vienna. I re-released my book, Universal Basic Income, For and Against, for the last time, I hope, with this added as an essay. It's got some laughs in it, so I hope you'll stick around and listen to it. And please buy the book, even if you've got it already. Buy it and donate it to your local library. Hello. Oh. Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks very much for persisting. I hear there's coffee out there, so at this time in the morning. Um, I'm really grateful to be here. My friend Tom told me not to say it's great to be here because everyone says that. So so I'm grateful to be here. Um, I'm wondering, how? can we just have a quick show of hands? Who thinks that the UBI would be better than the current welfare state if if we replaced it? Who thinks it would be worse? Are some people undecided? No, you, you, you all know your own mind. Okay, so I was in Edinburgh, Scotland recently at a sceptic society meeting. And um, just, I, I like to get out the house sometimes and hear what people who aren't basically libertarians think about things. And uh, I went up to the, the pub to have a drink with some people afterwards. And um, the topic of the universal basic income came up and I, I neglected to mention that I wrote a book about it, by the way. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> just, just saying. So, um, because I didn't want to prejudice his answers to my questions, I just wanted to get a set. I like to get a sense of what people think. So, um, I asked him, "Can you?" Th- after he sung its praises, I asked, "Can you think of any disadvantages of it?" I said, "Are, are there any disadvantages of it?" And he said, "There aren't any." I was like. Wow, okay, because I think there's not a lot that all economists agree on, but I think most economists agree that every policy advantages some people and disadvantages other people. So everything has a, everything that has an advantage must have a disadvantage. But this seems to be typical of a lot of the advocates of the universal basic income. It's, it, it seems that it's going to cure everything. Poverty, stress, crime. It's going to unleash entrepreneurship and emancipate women, save us from um, AI and climate change. Not kidding, I, I googled it. Um, uh, the UBI can save us from climate change as well, according to a couple of articles. Uh, it kind of um, reminds me of... Uh, that that book that came out, Why Women Have Better Sex Under Socialism. Uh, <laughs> and uh, whenever one of my part, uh, a partner is um, unsatisfied, I, I, I just blame the, the market economy for that <laughs> and refer her to, to the book. So, uh, um, so is the U, UBI a flying unicorn? Is it, is it able to grant wishes? Because if you look at the... I, I'm not, I'm not satirising that the... the um, advocates themselves have books with subtitles like How a Universal Basic Income Would End Poverty, Revolutionise Work and Remake the World and um, another one, Raising the Floor, How a Universal Basic Income Can Renew Our Economy and Rebuild the American Dream 
And uh, there's one called uh, Utopia for Realists, okay? And this is the thing that I'm... Um, I guess the main argument I want to challenge in this talk is the idea that it would be a utopia because I'm actually quite scared about what the UBI might mean if it, is, if it was actually instituted um, uh, for reasons I'm going to make clear. So you've heard the kind of economic arguments about uh, disincentivizing work and creating an inflationary spiral, and they have some validity, but I'm going to see if I can... Um, uh, sidestep them and talk about some other some other concerns. So um, I, I debated a, a libertarian called Michael Munger from the Cato Institute on a, a podcast called Lions of Liberty, and it was a good-natured discussion. But he came up with the, the beginning the, the beginning premise, which was that he was more optimistic than me as what we could achieve as libertarians. But under, underlying that was the implication that I'm somehow against moderate reforms. I'm not. I, I think, um, you know, one of the potential virtues of the UBI is supposedly closes poverty traps. When you earn more, you take home less. So it creates a disincentive to work. Like, I, I think that could be cured as well. We, all you do is, for every one euro that someone gains in work money, they only lose 50 cents of benefits. I mean, I'm not against gradual reforms. I think you know we, we kind of have to be for gradual reforms because it might be just about what we get. So I, I'm not saying that... Um, uh, I, I think that the argument that the, the UBI could close poverty traps is probably... Um, the best one for it, but I, I, I'm not of the position that it's slightly better than what we have now. Um, I mean, one, one thing is that the current system's at least discriminatory, so you're not giving handouts to rich people. But worse still, I'm actually worried about people who who are addicted to computer games at Facebook. They actually might benefit from getting out of the house, um, which is risky for people if they're socially anxious. You're, you're not just making... You're making... It would make some people's lives worse. It would make their deaths worse, um, you know, for, in some cases. So, um, let's see. Uh, one, one of the things... So, I, I guess... To go on to the... Uh, I'm going to skip some stuff because I don't think it's... Um, it'll give me more time to develop and uh, more time to take questions. <clears throat> One of the arguments from libertarians is, well, you know, well, taking on from what Michael Munger said, is this going to preserve the market economy? We're giving people money so that they can take it out and spending it. It's saving capitalism. And the, the thing is... I, it, it, okay, it, if, it's, if, you, if I'm going to be asked whether the universal basic income is better than communism or fascism, there's no question. Of course, uh, you know, being punched is better than being stabbed. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I, of course it's better than co communism, there's no um, question. But usually, um, but, but I don't know how long freedom can survive the universal basic income. Because what do you suppose the government will do when it has controls of everyone's purse strings? Are they just going to... Uh, uh, you know, the... 
If you're poor particularly and you're gaining 12,000 euros a year from the government, you can easily be browbeaten, right? But if I was to lose 12,000 euros a year for giving this talk, would I still be appearing here? I leave it to your judgment of my integrity, right? So, I mean, we're, we're talking about, you, you know what the excesses of the state are, the, these permanent wars in the Middle East, the trillions of debt, the bailouts for bankers, the drug war, etc., etc. Right? These are the people that we're, we're going to be um, trusting with who, while the u universal basic income may begin as universal, to decide how universal that is, and if we can just look at the social credit system that's, ha that's being rolled out in China, we can get some clues of where this might go. Um, because, they, because if people are caught jaywalking or they play their music too loud, they don't pay a court bill on time, they owe the government money, um, they can lose certain rights such as booking flights or train tickets. So for losing the right to book a flight or a train ticket, you just substitute having your UBI docked. The government can have their internet speed throttled. Um, they, they can stop their children from going to the best schools. They can um, be excluded from the best hotels. They can even have their dog kidding, taken away. Not kidding. The government will come and take your dog away. So, um, and you be publicly shamed as a bad citizen. So this is this is the model the unit the government could take with the universal basic income. Far from being a utopia that frees us all to do what we want to to what we aspire to, to write bad art or poetry or amateur articles on Austrian economics. Um, we. Um, it's go First, you, for, you'll have your UBI docked for committing a petty crime like dropping litter. And the average reaction, emotional reaction, is why not? I mean, wh what are they doing throwing cigarette butts in the street? It's disgusting behaviour. Why should our society, who, that is so kind in furnishing them with a basic income, when they disrespect the society... But you know, this is this is just the beginning. This is um, how um, you know we we can at least to some degree ignore the state. Well, not if you lose you in order to attain your right to a basic income, you have to vote. Um, even Charles Murray, who wrote the the. Um, the libertarian-leaning uh, conservative who wrote the book Losing Ground on the disincentives of the welfare state and followed it up with a book suggesting the universal basic income. He says you're going to need a mandatory ID card or, or something like that in order to attain your basic income. I'm not comfortable with this at all. So, because especially where the culture is going, oh, you didn't sort out your recycling. Um, the climate, <laughs> ironic, on you know on Twitter of being people people being deplatformed for having the wrong opinions. Um, then we start giving benign rewards. I mean, why shouldn't we increase someone's basic income for volunteering for contributing to charity? Then you get the, I'm a single mother, I should have a higher income. I'm disabled, I should have a higher income. I need to pay to travel to 
work. I should have a higher basic income. Th these, these arguments are plausible. Yeah, why, why shouldn't they have a higher basic income? But then you're back to the problem with the current system, which is the towering administration costs, to, um, to monitor who's entitled to what. I'm fortunate to be debating a guy called Martin Ford who wrote a book called Rise of the Machines at the Soho Forum in New York in January. And he explicitly says that a government that not just a basic income, but that incentivizes people to do the right things is preferable to a basic income. But he's got no sense of irony about how scary that is. This is, I mean, this literally supplants the market economy with the judgment of central planners as to who gets paid what. That, that is Hayek's road to serfdom writ large across, that's, that's communism by the back door. The government's choosing who gets paid how much. So how long before it's whether you're a good parent and good, good according to whose standards? Um, right now, China's just banned... Uh, just put a limit on the number of hours of video games that young people can play. Um, and it's interesting because that with this thing about fake news at the moment and Facebook putting warnings under this, this article and that article, you know, you, you, you could be punitively punished for posting the wrong news. According to whom? The BBC um, in the UK uh, sold the war on, uh, Af to, on Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, they repeated Tony Blair's claim that Saddam Hussein could do something in 45 minutes that would be destructive. But I don't think you're going to get banned from Facebook for posting BBC articles somehow. It's going to be alternative information. So the UBI can be used basically to f falsify historic records and send, um, encourage people to send out the wrong messages or at least discourage people from distributing the kind of messages that we might want. Uh, uh, my friend Tom is here. Uh, he hosts the Scottish Liberty podcast with me. We're, we recently covered a story. We were shocked in our country that a disabled person was fired from Asda Walmart for posting a clip of a comedy video on his Twitter feed when he wasn't even at work. And, I mean, it would be scary anyway, but in the context of the culture that we're living in at the moment... It's just another weapon for, for, the, for the cultural Marxists to use. So I think I, I, think I made my point. Um, I, I don't think it's unrealistic to imagine people might be forced to accept mandatory IDs and, and things like that in order to get their universal basic income. In a time of war, you can be asked to enlist or lose your basic income because you're, you know, you're not um, doing your duty to join the military. Um, and all of this would make the 
Uh, are there any? Uh, I hope there's some inspire, aspiring novelists here. My uh, my non-fiction writing is dread. Sorry, my fiction writing is dreadful. So I think it, because I think this would make the basis of a great science fiction novel. Sadly, I'm all too convinced that it's what what would actually happen. Um, so. I don't think, my conclusion is that the UBI is not going to liberate us, um, it's, it's, a, it's a political bludgeon and given that the state uses any means at its disposal to um, impose its will on its citizens, I, I fear that the UBI would be just the tool to shape us, um, it would be neither, uh, it would it's very unlikely to remain universal. Um, I've got time. I, I think I've got time for some questions. Um, if, if you if you got statements or anything like that, that points that you'd like to make, please come and talk to me afterwards. As um, yeah, other, otherwise questions. Thank you. Do you think it's too strong a statement to say that the introduction of UBI could be the end of democracy and the end of freedom in of itself? Do I think... And just to clarify, you know, it was once said that once people realise that they can vote themselves money, that is the end of democracy. And with UBI, basically what can happen is people just vote for the part of the policies they give them Right, yeah, so it's, it's escalating because with most government handouts there's an in-group and an out-group, isn't it? But at least ostensibly we all benefit. So every, every party has um, always got an incentive to offer a higher universal basic income in their policy. Um, I, don't know if, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'd say that's the end of... Every, everything tends to happen in a step-by-step -step uh, pro process. So I don't know if I'd go as far as to say, well, that's the end. But it's certainly, for, from my perspective, it's probably the beginning of the end. Thank you. There is, a, there is someone else here. Yeah, thank you very much for, uh, oh. for your talk. Um, I was wondering, I, I agree with most things that you've said, but I see UBI as just a hidden way of introducing helicopter money. Of, of Be, uh, helicopter money, as in to keep the consumption money. going, to introduce money to consumers, to inflate the bubble. What do you think of that? Thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, there's econ the, the economic argument is, you know, consumption doesn't cause growth, saving does. Um, so it's, it's based on a false idea that if you give money, people money, they're going to go out to the shops and spend it, um, and that that's somehow going to create growth. I, I can't say I can't, I can't add anything more than that other than I, I think a lot of the economic arguments for it are poor as well not just the kind of utopian oh we're all going to be so free arguments sorry there was a gentleman here that seemed desperate to answer a question ask, ask. I just want to know if you uh, have a theory as to why there's a lot of elites such as Elon Musk and I think Jeff Bezos are now supporting the UBI. Is there some sort of malicious intent behind it or do they actually think that you know, it's a, a better system? 
I tend to think that people mostly believe what they say they believe, with few exceptions. I think a lot of entrep- a lot of people like Elon Musk really buy into the auto- the robots are coming um, narrative. I don't know. I can't speak for Jeff Bezos. I've not heard him speak, and I think you know they're. <clears throat> it might be come back to like the idea that it pres- that it somehow preserves the market economy. But, you know, they're not economists, and a lot of economists seem to be in favour of the UBI as well, so um, it's really hard to tell. I wonder why a lot of people believe the silly things they believe. Why can't everyone just be like me and think the wrong thing, the right things on everything? Why? Why are there so many, <laughs> why are there so many stupid people on the internet? I don't understand it. <laughs> Okay, if that will be all. I do have copies of this. Please get them. I don't want to... T- <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to take them back to Scotland in my luggage. So please come and see me. I'll sign it for you. I'd love to have a chat with anyone that wants to talk about it further. Let's go and enjoy some coffee. Thanks very much for listening.